0: The tip of the week is, uh, is, is something that I feel like is very controversial and also very on people's mind right now. So what has the Federal Reserve been saying lately that they want to do? They want to do a rate increase. And in fact, they don't want to just do a little baby rate increase. What kind of a rate increase do they want to do? They want to do a big one and they're pulling pulling in some of those rate increases and they're actually saying, hey, not only are we going to pull them in, we're going to make them bigger than what we originally thought. Why do they want to do that? Inflation, right? So they want to put a damper on inflation. So first they denied inflation uh, for a long time. Now they're kind of saying, okay, well, well, maybe there is a little bit, right? And that we need to slow down the economy. Well, as real real estate investors and people in real estate, what do we think about interest rates? And what do we think about their impact on the housing market? What do you guys think? Robin says the price prices will go down or slowly increase, anybody else? People are going to stop wanting to buy, Is is that what someone said? What else? What else are you guys thinking about? No one's thinking the market's about to crash. We're done. It's over. Let's just leave now. (laughs) So uh, here's what I want to share with you guys when it comes to interest rates. Um, Higher higher interest rates obviously means less purchasing power, less purchasing power. So what does a 1% increase in interest rates uh, reduce our purchasing power by? Almost 11%. Almost 11%. And knowing that, right, so what do some people think? A lot of people think that, well, if it's going to reduce our purchasing power, then prices are going to go down. So let's look at what it looks like, for example, in this case, $445,000 house on the far left side at a 3% interest rate has a principal and interest payment of $1,500 a month. Now, if we go to a 3.5% interest rate uh, that that same $1,500 a month, which is what most people are basing on, most people are saying, this is what I can afford on a monthly basis, right? So that same $1,500 now can only buy a $417,500 house. And then if we go to a 4% interest rate, so that's a full 1% increase, now that $1,500 only has the purchasing power to uh, purchase a $392,700 house. Does that make you guys nervous when it comes to the housing market? Yeah, so some of you guys are saying, yes, well, I want to share with you uh, something that I think might change your mind, and I know we have some people in the far graph back and the far back, and this graph probably looks like an eye chart to you, so I apologize, but you guys can uh, Google Fred, uh, and then you can uh, take a look at their 30-year fixed-rate mortgage, uh, which is the, the mortgage interest rates, um, which is the line in blue here, okay? Uh, versus the median price, which is the line in red here. Now, this chart goes all the way back to 1970. And here's what I want to demonstrate to you guys as we're looking at this. In the 1970s, as interest rates went up, what happened to housing prices? They went up. Okay? And in 1980, as interest rates went down, what happened to housing prices? They went up. And in 1983, when interest rates went as high as 18%, what happened to housing prices? They went up, okay? And as interest rates uh, came, uh, let's see, when they popped up in 1995, they popped up. You see this uh, right in the middle there, they popped up. What happened to housing prices? They went up, right? Or they stayed about flat or went up, right? And then we can see where the interest rates uh, popped back up again right in 2000. What happened to housing prices? They went up. What does that tell you about the correlation between interest rates and housing prices? What does it depend on? Do you see that one little dip that we had there in 2008, 2009, 2010? What was going on with interest rates? They were going down. But well, what was going on with the economy? What was going on with the world? It's not the interest rates, surprisingly. It's other stuff. What are those other things that might cause um, a housing issue, a housing downfall? What are some of those things? Um, let's, talk about what, let's talk about what the real drivers are. Let's talk about what the real drivers are. Inventory, right? What is our inventory situation right now? Incredibly low, like the lowest we've ever seen it uh, over the last several years. And it's the basic laws of, you know, Economics 101, supply and demand. As demand is high, which it is right now, and supply is low, which it is right now, what's happening with price is going up. And what's going to happen as we raise interest rates over the next few months and over the next year? It's probably going to continue to go up as long as we have, we're in this very low inventory situation, which we are, and there's no way we're gonna be able to get out of this inventory situation for probably at least the next 12 to 36 months. We'll be out of this inventory situation in 36 months if we are lucky. Why is that? Because between 2020 and 2021, we went from building 160,000 houses to 170,000 houses. Is 10,000 new units gonna even make a dent in our supply? The answer is no. How, does, uh, how did the end of 2021 look in terms of building permits? It looked about the same as the beginning of 2021. It's not like they've been shooting up. And this is one of the things that I watch very closely all the time. Jobs, are we making some jobs here? Yes, a lot, right? In fact, some of you guys I know are working two jobs on Zoom right now. Who are you people? I just wanna, I'm curious. I've heard about you. Uh, Robin's looking around, so it must be him. <laughs> uh, we're making more companies are moving here. Are people, are people moving here? Are more people moving here versus leaving here, right? What's the in-migration that we have right now? And, and it's high, right? And where are people in-migrating from, from t- to Texas? California. So when they look at our prices, what do they say? Yes. Yeah, the interest rate could go up to like five, six, seven, eight. Who cares? This is still a, a great deal, right? So think of it from their perspective as well, because price is relative. Uh, are people still getting married, having babies, and do we even have more single people than ever buying houses, right? The answer is yes. Um, confidence in the economy. I don't know so much about this one exactly, uh, but uh, it is it is um, uh, it is high, right? Versus, for example, where we were in 2008, 9, and 10, right? So, confidence in the economy, confidence in their job. How many people feel like if I quit my job today, my boss is going to call me tomorrow and offer me a $10,000, $20,000, $30,000 raise? Yep, yeah. That's, that's, that's what's happening, right? Or if I go to another company, that other company is probably gonna pay me 10, 20, or $30,000 more. So, and, and, and again, I know some of you guys are probably working two jobs on Zoom now because that's a, apparently a thing. Uh, lending guidelines, the lending guidelines affect our ability to uh, I, I, you know, obviously get loans. And if we can still get loans, right? Is, is that gonna bring down our prices? And the answer is no. Uh, Interest rates, uh, sort of, but from what I've seen, uh, because I've I've invested through multiple interest rate increases, decreases, right? What I've seen is sometimes we might have a one-month slowdown in terms of the total number of sales, but what we don't have uh, what we don't have is any decrease in the price. We don't have any decrease in the price. Now, I showed you that graph a few moments ago, and I showed you that one. I'm going to actually go back to it. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, there we go. Um, let's see here. How, how do I want to present this? Um, let's see. All right. I'm actually going to kind of move away from this right here. So do you see uh, right here where prices went down? right? What, what data is this? That's the data for the entire United States of America. What did Texas look like during this time period? It looked flat. It looked mostly flat. Dallas went down like maybe two or three percentage points, but it mostly looked flat, okay? No, sir. it did not. Uh, I, would, I would be happy to take you to the I would be happy to take you guys, and I'll invite all of you guys to go to the Texas A&M Real Estate Center. They track all of the data, and that's where I got this data from. And let me tell you, for me to tell you to go to the Texas A&M Real Estate Center, I'm a University of Texas graduate. That says a lot, right? But they have the best data in the country, okay? The best data in the country. And so we didn't see this right here, We didn't see this happen in Texas. Okay? Yes, sir. It is. Robin, listen to me. This is what I do for a living. I study this. I looked at it today. If you want to go and see it today, just go to the Texas a and Real Estate Center. They're going to give you all of the exact right information. They break it down by Texas and they break it down by large area. And if you guys want to continue the argument with me, I'd be happy to show it to you on my, not this computer, but on my other computer right outside the room. I've, I've got it. I've got the data, guys, I promise. So let's continue to talk about some of these drivers of price here, right? Limit guidelines, interest rates, but again, it's more of a short-term effect. So when I've seen interest rates drop or go up before, occasionally what you've seen is a short-term little blip in the total number of sales, but you don't typically see any blip in terms of the average or the median price. Uh, and also, uh, you know, we talk about inflation, right? Which is one of the main reasons why the Fed is increasing the interest rates but what is inflation for real estate and real estate investors? It's appreciation. And it's one of the most beautiful things we experience as real estate investors, as homeowners. So some of you guys as homeowners are saying, oh, woe is me, right? My my payment's gone up, right? Uh, Because my taxes have gone up. But you're crying all the way to the bank and I did a poll and no one feels sorry for you, right? How many of you guys have rental properties? Okay, how have you seen those values go up? So if you look at your balance sheet, what have you seen with your wealth? You've seen that increase. You've seen that increase. So for us as real estate investors, and I've got a lot of rental property and a lot of multifamily, what have I seen happen with my overall balance sheet? I've seen it grow substantially in these inflationary environments. That's why it's a great thing to be a real estate investor, uh, even when there is inflation and even when interest rates are going up. So uh, when we think about how we can help you here at Texas Rias, uh for us what we learned is the more resource you are in terms of your network, in terms of your knowledge, in terms of no- knowing where to go, the more successful you'll be in your business. Uh, and sometimes what I find is real estate investors are not getting their knowledge from the right places. They don't know where to go. They don't know what to study. They don't know what drivers to even look for. And a lot of times some investors are getting their uh, knowledge from what I call YouTube university, right? So they don't even know who they're getting it from, what out of state person they're getting it from. Uh, for us, I have a YouTube channel uh, as part of Texas RIAs, but we, we, we focus and we say very um, upfront, this is Texans teaching Texans how to invest in Texas using strategies that actually work in Texas. I don't claim to be everything to everyone in every single state, but I go deep and I go deep in Texas. And I want to make sure you guys aren't what I call killing yourselves, trying to uh, create uh, all of this knowledge and all this information on your own. And for us, again, since we focus on what's happening here, uh, we help you make sure to read through all of the BS, right, all the stuff that does not work, and we'll share with you what's uh, working now. And I'm excited to have you guys all as members of our tribe here at Texas Reyes. Texas's largest real estate investor association at texasstarterkit.com. If you like today's episode, please subscribe, comment, share with other investors or join us directly at texasstarterkit.com.